Hey everybody, it's Kyle and uh, Kevin. We're uh, talking weather today on how to be a Texan. You excited about that? I'm thrilled. How's the weather today, <laughs> Kevin? It's amazing. It is? It is. Blue skies. Yeah. Shining in me. It is. Sun, nice and sunny. Getting a lot of vitamin D. Oh, no, that wasn't, that wasn't Willie's song. You remember that song? From no, Willis? I didn't even hear that. I started <laughs> quoting it and you're talking about vitamin D. <laughs> I promise Willie. No, Willie that, wasn't talking about no, that was the No, that was the last verse. That's the that's the verse he only sings at live shows. Blue sky shining in me, nothing but Creating vitamin more vitamin D. D. Yeah. <laughs> he does not sing that. Have you ever seen him live? Well, yes. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. I Andrew's, I Andrew's seen him live. You know. It was, yeah, I was disappointed. You know, Willie's, he's still, he's still with us. He, he was disappointed in the sound mix. Yeah, that was his not in Willie. Oh, you couldn't hear him? Oh. Well, yeah. Willie. You got to love Willie Nelson. I love so, Willie Nelson. So, so all right, Kevin. So we're talking about uh, the weather in Texas today. You know, people love talking about the weather, don't they? They do. And we said uh, in one of our prior conversations, we said uh, there's a there's an old saying out there. What did we say it was? Don't like the weather? Just wait ten minutes and it'll change. That's right, and it does, doesn't it? And that's why it's a good topic to talk about because we could talk about it again in ten minutes and it'll be a completely different discussion. Well, let's do that. <laughs> Let's waste 10 minutes of people's time, and then we'll talk some more about it. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's start off. Well, what kind of weather phenomena have you seen here in Texas? Everything except for nice, fluffy snow. We don't get that. I've experienced that in other states, but we get everything. Well, again, remember, Texas is gigantic. We have plenty of snow. It's just not here. So mm-hmm. up in Amarillo and the northern Panhandle, we mm-hmm. have a ton. Out in West Texas... Even El Paso gets a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. But what's the real scary kind of weather that we get here? What comes to mind? Tornadoes. Tornadoes. Will kill you. Yes. And gigantic hail the size of your head. Yes. Will kill you. What came through earlier this year down in South Texas? Mm-hmm. Though? A hurricane. Hurricane. Yep. Yeah. Not just kind of a one. A one that just sat over Houston for five days. That's Texas-sized hurricane. That was terrible. Terrible. And then you go out west, you know, have you ever seen a sandstorm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah, I've That's been, scary. It is. It's like a blue, I'm sorry, not a blue, a red, um, you know, just kind of a wall. Uh, reminds me of that movie, The Mummy. You remember, did you ever see that movie, The Mummy? No. It, was, it wasn't that good. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to go back and rewatch it. But there was a big sandstorm that came up, and it kind of followed them, and then this mummy kind of came out anyway. Mm-hmm. If anybody saw it, you we know get what I'm talking about. Serious ice storms. We do. Here. And then we get we get earthquakes. Yes. And you more know, recently in the Dallas area. We, you know what caused it? It's all that fracking. I wasn't gonna even go there. It's all that fracking. <laughs> That's a real thing. That's a real term. Fracking. Oh, I know what fracking is. It's going under the ground, punching holes in the substrata. I don't even know if that's a word. It's fantastic technology. And it's causing the tectonic plates to bang against each other. Some people say. Well, what are you, like part of the oil regime or something? (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> I think it's part of it. Could be. Uh, All I know is that I never experienced an earthquake or even thought of an earthquake in my entire life. And then over the past, what has it been, three, four years maybe? Oh, more than that. Suddenly, well, when did they start? Five, six years ago? Oh, good 10, 10 15 years ago. They, well, it was right after the fracking started. Oh, yeah. And fracking hasn't been around as a technology Mm-mm. for for very long, maybe, no. a, maybe a decade. No. So, all right. So let's talk about, so we have, so, so our, our weather here is generally temperate though, right? So we have, you know, beautiful weather. Uh, my favorite months, for example, are, are April and October. Those are mm-hmm. my favorite months of the year. I mean, I got married in October and I just anxiously await April because it's just beautiful here. Kendra and I got married in April. Yeah. We, we had Andrew in April, Andrew. not the same April. Oh, it's a few years in between. Made, that would have made it interesting. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, April and, and actually May is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, March, you know, it comes in like whenever a lion goes out like a sheep. Mm-hmm. No, it's the other one, right? Something like that. I don't know. Right, well, I was born in March, so April it should flowers, be meaningful. No, no, that's not it. Something about it's windy in March, and so it's not that it's not that great. Well, people always talk about the heat. You know, well, yeah. people will talk about, oh, how can you live in Texas? It's so hot. I'm like, well, yeah, it's hot for three months, but six months out of the year, it's phenomenal. That's right. Spring and fall are the Cause, best. Because even June's not that bad, June's right? not bad. I mean, it, it starts to get sporty hot mm-hmm. in June. And then July, August, and first part of September, just like uh, you're living in an oven. Did y'all ever have uh, cars with the old vinyl seat covers on them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like not actual leather, but vinyl. It looked yeah. like leather, but it was made from vinyl. Yeah, it'd, it'd take your skin off. It would take your skin off. We had to sit on towels during the summer Oh yeah. growing up. Oh, yeah. That stuff was so hot. Yeah. So, and again, I know it's not Arizona or, or you know, one, one time I took Dad out to uh, to Vegas, and we were out there, and, you know, he'd, he'd sit there on the poker tables all day. And so I'd just go walk around because I ran out of money in like, you know, 10 minutes. And I'd go walking on the strip, and I got down there one time, and the strip was 126 degrees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you believe that? Yeah. And what's rough, for me anyway, when I go to Arizona or Las, or Nevada like that, is at least here, when it's hot, I mean, it'll get 110 here, mm-hmm. but you can get in the shade, and generally the air is still kind of somewhat cool. You can get a cool breeze. There's noise. You can get a cool breeze, but there the the wind is like you're standing in front of a a, a hair dryer, like a yeah. hot air dryer. Right. Yeah. And that adds to the to the agony for right. me anyway. No. I, I notice. I really notice that when I'm out in Arizona or Nevada during the summer right. compared to here. Well, I went out there one time. Uh, kind of a story of how dumb I am. We had a funeral here, and this was uh, I was probably thirty or so. And somehow I had a business trip out to Phoenix in the middle of the summer. But we had a funeral here of somebody, and I wore a blue, dark blue suit, okay? But I had to get immediately from that funeral, I went and jumped on a Southwest plane, flew out to Phoenix, and then I went out there and met with a bunch of orthopedic surgeons that afternoon in a blue suit. And it was probably 115 (laughs) degrees. That's brutal. And so I got out there, and they just... Thought I was the dumbest thing ever. Do you ever wear a suit other than for weddings or funerals anymore? 
Oh, I like a suit. I wear. I look. I look dashing. In well, I look great in it too. But I. No, I have kidding. no need. I have no, no need for it other no. than a wedding or a funeral. No, I'm wearing one tomorrow. I got meetings tomorrow, and it's old school where I'm going. So I got oh, really? Suit. Yeah. No, Where's I'm, that at? Down, downtown. So downtown. Yeah, with the Baylor. Dallas or? Oh yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, I don't ever wear a suit. No. In fact, I, I got. I've, I've even gotten to where I feel even wearing. Uh, you know, in Silicon Valley, even wearing slacks and, uh, you know, what we would call business casual here seems overdressed mm-hmm. a lot. It's no. just a hundred percent jeans now. Yeah. No, there's still, po- there's still pockets. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you go back to New York or in the financial sector, they're still old school. Fine. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You definitely go to wall street and you're, but, but you I've got, I still have, I have some conservative folks that i work with and you're still expected to wear this suit no matter what the weather so you need to throw the time and i think those are days that are going by when i first started my um, my very first real job i mean i had you know kind of jobs growing up or whatever but my first you know legit job i was working for a consulting firm in in dallas doing uh i was an application developer right and that was back, this was early 90s, so that was back, you still wore suits back then. Oh, yeah. First day on the job, <laughs> go in, yeah, I got my suit on, and my zipper, just, my zipper breaks on my pants. Oh, it broke, or you it left broke. it down? No, it broke. Okay. I, would, I, I couldn't zip my pants up. That's not good. I'm like, what's going on? I was, you know, 20 one 22 years old uh-huh. I, I'm very introverted very shy sure and I'm like I I, I can't tell these people they might notice it was broken I carried a file in my hand all day just over your stuff yeah I just yeah. casually yeah I grabbed a manila file folder and just kind of if I had to get up and leave well, my desk I call that crafty yeah that's uh so that's that's very wise. So, so that's good. I'm I'm glad the days of wearing a suit every day are over. Yeah, they they are. All right, back to the weather. So what's what's your most fearful? What what are you most scared of? Between like a hurricane, uh, a tornado, hail, um, black ice, a sinkhole, a sinkhole. You hear that story a while back? This guy's sitting in his living room. This was in Florida, not in Texas. He's sitting in his living room, and a sinkhole opens up, and he's underground and buried and dead. Well, that does sound terrible. That's pretty scary. Yeah, but what? You're, <laughs> you're just making it up. I'm not making it up. I'll, I get I will, it. In California I will, and Florida. I will attach the article to this to the notes in this episode. I, I swear that's a true in story. In Texas today, we don't, you know. That's my biggest fear: is the Earth's just going to open up and swallow me What's up, it? and and y'all won't even y'all be like, "What happened to Kevin?" You, you, oh, nobody knows. In or out. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the other the side. Sinkhole opened up and swallowed me up. Well, yeah. it kind of reminds me of quicksand. <clears throat> Do we have any quicksand here? I no. I've never encountered quicksand. No, that's like in the deserts of. I don't know, the Sahara or something. Near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly and thousands of times every year in this country. Oh, yeah. This time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. Oh. I'll report tonight from NBC's Gabe Gutierrez. Oh, that's awfully sad. Uh, no need to listen to Gabe. That's awfully sad. Um, so, Sinkhole, that's the most 
you're the most scared of a sinkhole in Texas. Well, you know, I I, I kind of know what to do in other situations. If a you tornado know? was bearing down on you, you'd I be know like, what to do. All right. Tornadoes bearing down, we go in that pantry there. We go into any of these. You know, you know what to do. You go into a center of your home where there's no window. You know, we've been taught this you know, growing a, up our entire lives. Cat five tornado that's a mile wide coming right at you, and you're you're more scared of a sinkhole. I am. Sequels <laughs> are more unpredictable. That's a more unpredictable. Well, tornadoes coming. You're going to watch it on the news if, for 30 minutes. You're going to know. So either oh, you they pop down. Didn't nah. you see Twister? They pop down and they they oh, come after that's you. Just they, in the movies, man. No, no, they have a personality of their own. They'll come. They'll be like, oh, there's Kevin. I'm not going to bother Kendra, but I'm going to go after Kevin. Well. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, or a hurricane. Yeah, I mean, hurricane thing comes right up. It's got billions of gallons of water bearing down on you at 400 miles an hour. That's why I don't live in Houston. You don't have to live in Houston. You get hammered all along the coast. So I don't live on the coast. Uh, all right. Probably giant hail. Really, giant hail is pretty scary. Okay, so we had that. We, we had, had that. that in May. I'm still recovering from it now. Nine months later. Me too. So softball size hail. I know people think I'm kidding, but la- and 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 we were all my family was over at our house and we heard it and it sounded like, um, and it it only lasted for maybe a minute and a half, if that. But it sounded like King Kong was kind of throwing golf balls down it on top of my house. Cause now I have a metal roof and mm-hmm. that didn't help. It <laughs> exacerbated it, but. And then we went outside, and I took pictures of it, and actually we scooped up a, an ice chest full of that stuff, and we had plenty of tennis ball size, golf ball size, but then there were chunks of baseballs and softballs in there, and it's like they it just destroyed. And that was a tor- one of the tornado evenings, right? So we were sitting here watching, right. uh, you know, watching the radar like we do every spring, <laughs> you know, sitting around the TV as a family watching the radar. Right. And, you know, tornadoes were popping down everywhere. And <clears throat> at one point, it's like, okay, it looks like hail's coming through here. Uh, so, and and there was a chance of a tornado, too. I mean, there's yeah. always a chance, too. We, so, I remember yeah. we piled in. Uh, we piled into our pantry in the middle of our house. Because that's, you know, as when we finally knew, okay, something's really going to hit here. Mm-hmm. Went in there. I think half of us were in the pantry. Half of us were in the uh, one of the bathrooms that has no windows, right? But the, the whole thing is, you know, get in the center of your house where there's no glass, right? So anyway, we get in there. Same thing. It sounded like a here. It sounded like a a train rolling over the house, hmm. just you know, just and. But I bet it didn't last for I don't know, fifteen twenty seconds. I mean, oh, it was wow. pretty fast. Yeah. And then we walked out in our entire property, and we've got some pictures too, and we can link the pictures, I guess, to this episode. Hmm. But yeah, the whole property was covered in, you know, ice cubes of various different sizes, yeah. some as big as, literally as big as softballs. Yeah. It was crazy. Did you do like they did in Twister? Did you tie a, a leather belt around you, your waist and Kendra's waist in case, and they all held on to a metal pole so that in case the tornado came, y'all would be staying? Yeah, we always do that, don't you? Which, yeah. <laughs> no. No, of course not. Oh, well, would have been cool. I've never seen the movie, so. Well, go look at it. In case you haven't noticed, I don't watch a whole lot of movies. I, I watch every movie there comes, and I yeah. love that movie Twister. It scares the crap out of me. But you got some Sand, serious 
damage so, on your property. We, yeah, we did. We did. We I like did. everything. Yeah, it, it just destroyed. And I had a rental car there. It was awful. Oh, I love, I love, I love the story of you trying to return that rental car. Oh yeah, I'm it like, just nonchalantly. Like, it was Here's great. the keys. <laughs> it looked like somebody got a sledgehammer after it. <laughs> I mean, the whole car. And it was a miracle none of the windows were, were shattered. They weren't. But everything, every other surface area of that Volvo, it was a Volvo. And I just turned it down. I'm like, well, thanks a lot. They were like, great car. This was, this was great. Thanks a lot. Just start walking away. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Sir? What did you do to this vehicle? I didn't. God threw down a bunch of <laughs> hail balls. I didn't do anything. So you had every roof on your property replaced. Yes. yes. Multiple vehicles yes. damaged. Yes. Yes. Um, the, I even had, uh, we got some mosquito stuff, and it just, it looked like somebody went about every three inches and cut all the tubing on the mosquito system. That is crazy. Same yeah, thing here. Nice. We had every, we had roof on the house, roof on our barn, roof on our shed replaced. Yeah, we thought that it was going to, my, my daughter about freaked out because she thought it was going to kill the animals. And we had all the horses put up, but the cows were out. You know, and God builds them where those cows know what to do. I, mm-hmm. I, I told them, like, well, we don't have any place for them to go under. Mm-hmm. So they just naturally got under trees or whatever, and they were a little woozy looking. But <laughs> I'm kidding. They weren't. You're, they uh, looked fine. Just kind of dumb, chawing on some cud. Your chicken coop didn't hold up too well. No. No, but amazingly, I only had, uh, I think I had four chickens at the time, and that was the little one. Uh-huh. And it was like giant shotgun holes through that <laughs> through the top of and it we got out there and the chickens were in there and they like were doing these ninja moves to avoid these balls. <laughs> i don't see how they survived they i saw the roof of that thing. they did they did just fine well when the contractors came out to our property and they're like you know the roof on the house is messed up and barn and all this and then they're like where'd you get that chicken coop out there i said i built it and they oh, said oh yeah I said, you got to be proud of that. There was, there was no damage to that thing at all. I'm like, yeah. It was solid. That's a solid. It's the only thing that survived. Totally. Yours is solid now, too. Yours oh, yeah. would live through a... Oh, yeah. Uh, it. No, it's a, it was a little dented up. Yours would, dented up. yours would live through a... What am I trying to think of? A Wizard of Oz hurricane tornado incident. I don't think so. Where you get picked up and lifted and landed in I don't think Oz. So. Yeah. That one you built now? That's pretty uh, heavy duty. The, yeah, the on the trailer, but yeah, the other, that's what I'm talking about. Well, the, the one you got now would. Yeah, but the other one it'll fly to Kansas. That pallet one that I just built for the cows. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be in Kansas. You're the only person I know that builds a loafing I, shed. I build everything out of pallets. You know why? Because they're free. <laughs> I can get all the pallets I want for free. I don't have to spend any money. I spent. Amy made me put <laughs> some metal. <laughs> I did. He I did. Met. He's like, hey, I built I built two loafing sheds last weekend. I was like, wow, that's impressive. He's like, I built them out of pallets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she, Amy made me go to Home Depot and get some corrugated metal, and I had to spend $130 on that. Otherwise, it was free. Nice. It's just all the pallets you can get. <laughs> now I can build every, I can build pretty much anything out of a pallet. I know. So. We should have an episode on that. There you go. Texas handiwork. But I'm telling you what, sinkholes are not the worst thing in Texas. We got terrible rain. We got killer heat. Those tornadoes and the hurricanes. I'm telling you, tornadoes and hurricanes are my most feared things, and I don't even live on the coast. You know, heat is another one that I fear. I always heard so many stories about people having a heat stroke and just, you know, just killing over. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, heat's bad. If you, yeah. yeah, if you don't have air conditioning and we're so accustomed to air conditioning now. So, um, but, but yeah, what about, uh, we have this other thing, at least in North Texas, we have it a lot, but you know, it just happened. Um, it skirted around us last week where the black ice hit and the sleet hit, but it hit in East Texas central. And then it went all the way down through the Houston area. And they got hammered by. They were shut down for a week, mm-hmm. and they missed us. The clouds kind of, you know. And what happens is, it it's around freezing, and you get this freezing rain that starts, and some some sleet that starts <coughs> that keeps on going, and it just starts piling up, and then it dips down below freezing, and it really just adds to what we call black ice, and that's where you get all this testosterone going with our guys in their trucks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, I got four-wheel drive. I'm like, you got four wheels spinning at the same time. It's mm-hmm. all you have. You're just going to spin right into that guardrail mm-hmm. because ice is ice. You know, people up north, they know how to drive in snow and all that because they deal with it all the time. We don't. Well, snow's easier to drive in, too. Yeah. I've driven up there in snow. It's not that hard. No, it's doable. But I, ice is killer. Ice is killer. And I think the worst thing is people that – come here from up north assume right. that driving on the ice here is the same as it is up there yeah those are the people that i think end up in the ditch no, quite a bit i think it's i think it's just everybody who's like oh i'm good i know how to drive on ice. no you don't or or you're or they're just going 60 miles an hour on a freeway and then they hit a bridge you know and those bridges don't have that underlying mm-hmm. kind of firma terra underneath it that are you know, it's it's the warmth of the earth that keeps the ice from, mm-hmm. you know, forming on the... But those bridges are just pure concrete, yep. and they stay frozen. Those overpasses, yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. It is brutal. I'm not really worried about earthquakes, even though I think earthquakes can, can be bad. And I know our California people, um, they're very worried about that. Man, I was in California, and... Okay, this was a little scary. Listen mm. to this one. So I flew to California and landed on Monday of last week. Hmm. And at about 1 a.m., a message pops up on my phone, uh, tsunami warning. Oh, I got that on, on Facebook for a Belize thing. Did you? Yeah, a major earthquake happened off the coast of Belize about 90 miles. When, what day, were, that was la- this, this week? Was la- no, this was last week, and they were asking for prayers for yeah. the people of Belize. So this was a tsunami warning for California because an earthquake happened off the coast of Alaska. Oh, I did see that. Last Monday. I did see that. So I was like, whoa. Because they were warning Alaskans, Californians, and Russians. Yeah. And I just happened to fly to California that day. I'll be. Well, so did you make it? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just went back to sleep. I oh, thought, okay. I, what am I going to do? Yeah. I don't know what to Get do. up on a higher floor, bunk in with somebody else. I was at the Courtyard Marriott. I think it only had three levels, and oh. I was on number three. So, well, yeah, you're probably all right. Yeah. You're probably all right. I tell but you it what. It's fine. Apparently, it only lasted like 10, 15 minutes. Oh, okay. The warning. So, I okay. All right. So, going back to tornadoes. So, I think of all tornadoes, in my mind, are the scariest mm-hmm. because they're the most unpredictable. And you kind of know when they're coming because what happens is. Well, now, now they're, these weather guys are trying to predict it. They'll show these seas, you know. You're, you're looking for at the, at the southern base of a, a strong storm line coming through, and you're looking for these backward seas, and it's like this is where it's going to form in there, you know, and it scares the bejesus out of you when you, 
you know, when you, you see that. And so, um, but if you're just outside looking and watching a storm coming through, it's very creepy. And, and I, you know, I've seen this many, many times in my life where these storms will come through and then it gets kind of calm and then it turns green. Oh, that's the, that's the first, that's a huge sign. And then you're like, this I'm, is not good. I've all. always heard when it, when it gets really still yeah. and, and it turns green, like a yellowish greenish color outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know something. Yeah, you're toast. You're 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 in danger. Right. Yep, for right. sure. And I think that's maybe where the phrase, you know, calm comes before the storm. Uh-huh. Maybe that's where that expression comes from. I don't uh-huh. know. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. But you remember that tornado that just hammered Fort Worth back in the Oh yeah. late 90s. Yeah, ripped or, up the Tandy Center and all the others downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my dad was in that. Oh no. One of the buildings that got hit was the Cashmerica Headquarters building. I mean, oh. lit, hit head on. Oh, wow. Well, there were a lot of buildings in downtown Fort Worth that got torn up. Yeah, it went, hit that, went all the way through. My dad was in that building, and he, it's time to go home, steps out, <laughs> huge wind. I mean, oh, it was wow. literally on him. Oh, my goodness. So he, like, he, you know, either gets blown back in or goes back in, and he said it just sounded like, you know, right. the building was being bombed, and um, it, that building was hammered hard. Mm-hmm. I think they had to move to a temporary building for quite a while to well, rebuild all that. And it's just lucky that he that he lived through it. That's right. I mean, that's terrible. It's crazy. Well, you know, it, all through this tornado alley, there's a lot of people with storm cellars, and those are some of the scariest things in the world we used to have a storm cellar at my grandparents place in oklahoma and it was probably the scariest place in the world uh i would never go in it unless it was literally the worst <laughs> did it have ever. like the big counterweight yeah. on the door and all that stuff yeah. and you'd go in there and you're like okay back to your water moccasins i just thought there's <laughs> there's, there's a billion there. snakes down in there and they're going to kill me if i walk in that yeah kendra's dad's place in decatur had one of those yeah you remember that andrew yeah oh no no, I, yeah, I don't want to go in, in yeah. there. We but, don't have those anymore. They don't even they don't build them anymore. They're a lot There's more like, common than you think. I don't remember. On new houses? Uh, no, just throughout kind of the farms up in up yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like more Oklahoma is probably, it's just south of Oklahoma City. It's an epicenter for tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you look, you know, and then there's there's a lot of the major cities through this tornado alley that measure their history based on when a great tornado came through, like Waco, you know, Texas, you know, one came through and destroyed the town, mm-hmm. just like the Chicago fire. I mean, you kind of mark history points on Wichita Falls, Texas. <coughs> That's right. Remember that destroyed, one? Destroyed the city. That Wichita Falls tornado, when I was a kid, I think that was in the 70s, maybe. 70s or 80s, uh, but uh, we had family up there, and I think that tornado was a mile wide, hmm. one mile wide. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those. That's what I'm talking about. One yeah. of those Cat Five, one mile wide tornadoes. That, yeah, you know, if we're sitting in the closet here, it's just going to carry us off. Oh, you're toast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah on the toast. other side. <laughs> so anyway, we talked for a few minutes. I was just wondering how the how's the weather. The weather is still nice, believe it or not. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, I hadn't stepped out there. but No, it's beautiful. No, literally, wasn't it like six degrees here? A couple of days ago. No, like last week. Last week, it got down. It got down to six. In the single digits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it was, it's in, yeah, in, in the 50s. Yeah, it's beautiful outside Beautiful. Right now. 
Yeah, I'm going to go home and drag some manure. That sounds appetizing. I'm just saying, I got all those animals, <laughs> and like I told you in the first one, they poop a lot. I got to go drag it. Poop's good. I need to drag mine. I hadn't drugged mine in a while. Yeah, that's not something. That, that is therapeutic. It, it can be. Yeah, we talked in a previous episode about being able to disconnect. Uh-huh. That's one way to disconnect. I, I do Go enjoy. hop on a tractor and drag some manure. Uh, yeah, I I do this same. So I've, I built this small little arena for my daughter to ride horses in, and I get on my tractor and I, I drag that arena. And to me, that's therapeutic, getting on my John Deere tractor and dragging the arena. I just love that. That doesn't have anything to do with the weather. Unless, of course, you know, it's raining or a tornado's coming down, then I'm not dragging. I'm just... You know. Well, I think your thought was the weather's so nice today, you're going to get out and drag some manure. I'm going to go try. Yeah. Unless I've got another honey-do list. Of nothing better to, be to do when it's yeah blue well, skies. Yeah. It's vitamin D. Shining on me. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but blue skies and vitamin, <laughs> vitamin D. D. I tell you, I do love Willie. <laughs> but anyway, I thought that's what you are quoting right off the bat. It's uh, Willie's Blue Skies song. It's one of my dad's favorite songs. I used to listen to the eight-track of Willie. I've been listening a lot to, um, do you ever listen to that song, Poncho and Lefty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in our research on Texas legends, I actually found the guy who wrote that. Poncho and Lefty. The guy who wrote it is actually a guy from Fort Worth. Well, it's a great story. It's a great story, and, and, and the, the guy who, who wrote it is like a, a genius. He's not alive anymore. Huh. He was related. Have you ever heard of Van Zant County? Oh, yeah. Okay, so he comes from that Van Zant family. Oh. Anyway, we'll have to do an episode on that sometime. And Willie just sings that by himself, right? He no, that's with Merle Haggard. He does have Merle. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has Merle on that. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That, again, back to the eight Poncho tracks. Poncho and Lefty. I used, to, I used to have to change out all the eight tracks on the drive up to Oklahoma. The eight track was awesome. I'm waiting for those to come back. They're not. They're not going to. I love the eight track. It was a total pain because you you couldn't fast forward it, you couldn't reverse it. You just had to listen I to know. it all the way through. Well, you had you could punch across tracks, and would you have like two songs per track usually? Is that why they uh, call it an eight track, four times two? Yeah, but I thought you just had to listen to it, and then you reversed it. And you could listen to the other side. No, awesome. you don't reverse an eight track. You reverse know. a cassette. No. Maybe that's why I screwed up our eight-track machine. <laughs> I got when I was in middle school. I was asked, I asked for a stereo for Christmas. Oh, and I'm like, I want one with an eight-track. My, oh, yeah. my, I remember my dad was like, I'm not getting you an eight-track. Cassettes are the future. Oh, I'm like, I want an eight-track. He was a visionary. I want an eight-track. Yep. And I sure enough, I got the eight-track. Man, I'd like to see you try to find some eight-tracks today. Oh, I bet you can find them. I don't want to listen to them. It's total pain. <coughs> I don't care if it is Willie. I don't want to listen to it. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Sorry, Willie. That is Texas blasphemy. I'll pull you up on iTunes and listen away to Poncho and Lefty. I was listening to Jimmy Rogers on my watch yesterday. Oh. I sent my dad a picture. I was like, can you believe that I fangled. listen to Jimmy Rogers on a watch? Yeah. It's pretty cool. That actually is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You can talk on those watches now. Yeah. I don't have one, but Amy showed me. She was talking to me the other day on a on her watch. Very Star Trekian. <laughs> Give me all the power she's got. 
anyway. All right. Very good. All right. Well, that's weather talk today. So, uh, hey, thanks for listening. Um, give us some ideas uh, if you can and give us some reviews. And we appreciate you listening uh, to our podcast. So uh, have a great day. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Adios. All right, well, let's start off. Well, what kind of weather phenomena have you seen here in Texas? Everything. Yeah. Especially in the Dallas area. We get it all. <laughs> Man, are you uh, big sneeze. spreading flu yeah, throughout the household? Blue flu all over this mic. Thank you. I'm Johnny Cash. Hmm? Yeah. Here, you got a taste of that. I, I don't want any of that. No. No, I really don't. It's the best thing you ever ate. No, no. I'm talking especially close to the microphone right now. What is the... I think I'll sing a little song. Yeah, if you're going to eat, you can't eat to the microphone. What? You ever hear that song by Bing Crosby? Malakalikilakta is the...